Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the toast. Happy Friday. Or should I say, happy Stratty, Stratty. Gotta get down on Stratty. Everybody's looking forward to the Strice Bros. Strice Bros. Stratty, Stratty. Getting down on Stratty. That's right. It is Friday. Congratulations, you guys. But more importantly, it's Stratty. We've got the Strice Bros in the studio with us, which is now just like a regular thing. You know, it's not even like a big deal anymore. No, it's really not a big deal. And I'm going to miss it when they no longer attend when we're remote. It's mm-hmm. very sad because it's like when we're together. I don't really need the Strice Bros because I have you. And it's, it's so sweet. Yeah. When I'm all by myself. Hey. Don't want to be. That was all good. All by myself. And that's when I need a Stry Sand to come to his mommy. So I hope everyone's having a great Stry Day so far, whether it's with their Strice bro or even by yourself, because sometimes being by yourself is kind of everything. Yeah. Oh, you know what I did last night? Hmm. Do you remember when we took a vacation over the summer and Margot made us watch this Jennifer Garner movie that like no one was into? We watched the first two movies and we stopped, first it, two minutes and we stopped it watching. It's like it. a funeral. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Catch and Release, but Margot came into my room last night. And we wanted to watch a movie. And like, for some reason, that movie like was in my mind as like a Snatchler associated film. And we watched it. We still have 20 minutes left, which is like crazy. But Ben came home and like we were in my bed and he was like, Marco, get out of my bed. So we still have 20 minutes left. But it was a cute movie, like really cute. It's Catch and Release with Jennifer Garner. Nice. Last night I started the Redheads book. I had to put down my other book because I'm cutting it close now. Redheads book is Hester and it's very spooky season. Ooh, set in Salem, Massachusetts. We haven't really even spoken about how we're currently existing in spooky season. It's not a big deal for us because we pretty much live 24 7, 365 in spooky season. It's true. But now it's official. So, like, no, but like, I don't need to because, like, your neighbors have put up like different things and there's candy everywhere. Like, the spooky season is so upon us. Yeah, it's really spooky week. And I still don't think, um, I guess it's Friday and Monday's Halloween. Okay, so I guess starting today, you can wear a Halloween costume. But if you did it any other day before, then you. You were just dressing up. Unless you dressed up as Jackson Claude, in which case you're beautiful, stunning, and smart, Sickening. and everything you do is perfect. We got a lot of people dressing up as up as us. I and Halloween up, has not started. Right. I woke up this morning, I guess last night, because it was Thursday, like people started going out for Halloween. And I got tagged in like so many um, costumes of us, which is so flattering. I see. Yeah. And you know, if you need a late last minute costume, you need like a red wig, some pajamas, and a stuffed merch. animal. And merch. Yeah. Which you probably already have. Yeah. Speaking of. ShopMorningToast.com. We launched a new collection yesterday. Well, it was an old and a new collection because our iconic, our staple crewnecks, the sorority crewnecks, were restocked. 
And we launched a new a new little item for the mamas, some baby onesies for boys and girls that just really tug at the heartstrings. They really do. Shopmorningtoast.com. Check it out. Um, what did I want to say? Hmm. You know, I think we're being silenced on TikTok. What do you mean? So I actually did peruse your profile last night. So last night I uploaded a TikTok. Um, I clipped our conversation of our thoughts on Taylor being silenced and just trigger warnings in general, which a lot of people seem to agree with. And I thought it would be like a good take. People could have interesting conversation in yeah. the comments. And before I went to bed, like it's blowing up. It's like doubling views. It went from like 50 to 100 to 120 in the span of a couple minutes. So I'm like, oh my God, when I wake up, it's going to be at like a million. So when I went to bed, it was at 120. And then I woke up this morning and it was at 130. Like I'm, we're being silenced. It stopped in its tracks. Somebody didn't like what we had to say at TT headquarters. That's the thing about TT. It's all fun and games until they don't like what you have to say. No, it's all fun and games until you're being silenced. Right. You feel like Bethany yet? No. Although I did have a thought last night when I was making popcorn for the movie with Margot. We did make the skinny girl um, microwave popcorn, which is supreme. Like, I'm, I'm sorry it is. So no, it's great. It's the perfect quantity. It's the perfect quality. It's not flavors. too buttery or salty, but it has flavor. It's not totally skinny and bland. It's really good. Like, it's the perfect... It's personal size, but you could also share with a friend if you're feeling generous. Thank God Margo wasn't in the mood, so I really had it all to myself, and I popped it incorrectly, so I made about four pieces. However, I just I thought it would only be right that I come on here and say, like, well, Bethany may be one of the most annoying people on social media. She makes a good popcorn, like, really, really good. Yeah. Stunning. Yeah. Perfection. Yeah, popcorn, sometimes I'm like, you know what, I want something really buttery. And it's, for some reason, like, it's just not good. Either it's too big or it's too small or it's not even that buttery. I just, hers is a constant. That's why you always need to have on hand. I can't believe it's not butter spray. I think I do have it. Because you need more butter? Spritz. Spritz. Society. Use code toast. Um, so we've got a fab show. No TV recap, but just interesting stories, interesting girls, mm. which is so important, you mm. know, that you be interesting, especially when you have a... Body award winning podcast. Yeah. It's kind of important. Yeah. Just a little. Uh, we actually do have a good story. So I guess without further ado, it's Friday. Well, like, you know, it's Halloween weekend. I'm sure everyone's. Yeah, we won't there take might, too much of probably, your time. Honestly, like an office Halloween party. If there is one, it's probably this afternoon. Oh, no. Would it be on Monday? I feel like Friday is more of an office yeah. party vibe. And so. We got to get through to send you off. We won't take up too much of your time, but do know that this is the last episode before. Jax and I unveil our 2022 right. Halloween episode. costume. We are both really excited. We still have to run to Party City or we Spirit do. Halloween. We, we still we need to go like today. Today. Yeah. Today. Because things are going to sell out. Yeah, no, you're right. We should go today. We have the bulk of the costumes, but you know, the accoutrements as stated. Yeah, I'm not crazy about my wig. Like, you're I'll, I'll wear it. You're wrong for that. I'll wear it, but if I can find a better one at Spirit Halloween. So yeah, we need some accoutrements. And we'll, we'll go today because you're right. We don't want to get last licks. That's yeah. so us. So like, you'll see Jackson Claude again on Tuesday. Because Jackson Claude are not going to be here on Monday. Blank and blank are going to be here on Monday. Blank and blank and blankety blank will be here. Right. The boys are, the Strice Bros are of course involved in the costume. And I'm I'm really excited. I also haven't really thought much. I have to like sit down and think about the to, angle I'm going to put on my character. Like Me too. I like, really have to go method for this. Yeah. Because my character is like potentially a little nefarious potentially it just depends you know yeah so I won't give too much away but I'm I'm thrilled I'm excited I, I kind of like forgot I have a lot going on next week oh my I'm God, taking by the way, my permit oh, test I'll be Jackie I'll be driving Jackie to her permit test on when is it Tuesday yeah like what am I gonna wear 
Well, I need my white colorless shirt, shirt from, from Fred, Fred Siegel. Siegel. That's what I was going to say. Oh my God. Because I do take a picture, I think. Do you? Yeah, because you got to get a permit card. Oh, right. And then I believe that's the one they use for your license. So I need to, maybe I should get glam. No, for sure. Like, and you should like gua sha and ice roll. Like make sure you're chiseled and snatched. Yeah, maybe I'll do like a little fast I'll or bring something. a ring light. Oh, thank you. That's good. I'm going to be there, so... I'm excited. Yeah, that'll be really great. But before we do any of those things, any of them, we absolutely must deliver must. the fast side stories that you need to know before you go to your office Halloween party. Woo! I like that. <laughs> um, well, today's episode is sponsored by Rothy's. Rothy's is back, you guys. We obviously love Rothy's, and we have a code. We haven't had a code for a while, so pay attention. Please. You guys, I love Rothy's so much. And, and they left us for a while. They, they did. did. Um, and I never stopped wearing my Rothy's. I just want that to be known. I was wearing them yesterday. And that's a testament to the brand. Because like one thing about us is like, we're bitter. Like, oh, you stopped sponsoring? I stopped using. Rothy's, it's impossible. I couldn't quit them. You could, couldn't quit them. They're actually the perfect. I mean, they're a great shoe. They're gorgeous. They have so many. They're so comfortable. But they're also the perfect airport shoe. Because mm-hmm. they're a sneaker that's easy to get on and off if you don't Slip have TSA in. pre-check. And you need to take your shoes off. Right. Well, that's a whole other conversation that we must talk about. Um. So if you're looking for versatile shoes that are stylish and still and still feel comfortable, then shop at Rothy's. Their signature seamless knit design looks and feels great right out of the box with a no break-in period. Plus, transitioning to a new fall look is super easy with Rothy's shoes. With so many colors that work season after season, it's a no-brainer to wear a pair. So you may have heard of their shoes, the point and the flat from Rothy's, but they also make insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more. Their wide variety of styles are great for fall and winter, so you never have to worry about getting brand new shoes each season. The best part is that everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They have repurposed millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. So of course, some of the key takeaways from Rothy's are the comfort. If you're in shoes all day, you stand a lot at work, you walk around a lot at work, like your feet can really take a toll. And Rothy's are so, so comfortable and they're washable, which is so crazy to me. Like the fact that not all shoes are washable, they should be. Right. Whether you wear them in the rain or you just like are tough on things like I am, like being able to throw them into the washing machine. I got to work it. Yeah. Again and again. So you can just literally throw them in the washing machine and they come out looking brand new, which is so crazy. Also, if you have a propensity towards a little flat-footedness, mm-hmm. so Rothy's can be quite comfortable on the sole. I I think my favorite Rothy's is the loafer. Mine is the sneaker, mm. but also the ballet flat, little mm. flat thing. So cute. Get stylish shoes, versatile and durable enough to wear all the time with Rothy's and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash TMT. That's Rothy's, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash T-M-T. Now, I feel like I say this every time we do a Rothy's ad, but literally the letters in Rothy's with the exception of T spell Ashray. Yeah. And I just think that's a sign. It's an anagram. Makes you think. Only superheroes. Rothy's. Um, I'm spelling Ashray. Oh. Only um, superheroes. Rothy's. Yeah. Also, an anagram is actually not that. An anagram Acronym is, is what you're thinking. No, no, that's not what I was saying. Like when something, what's an anagram? Maybe it is a word or phrase found by rearranging the letters. Oh, okay. It is an anagram. It is an anagram, but, but I made an acronym. What's the thing that's like saying backwards and forwards? Palindrome. Yeah, Hannah. Palindrome. Hannah. Hannah race Ava. car. Ava. Race car. Pop. Wow. Mom. <laughs> Lol. Are you okay? <laughs> whoa race car is a crazy one it's not right yeah it's simulation vibes 
Are you ready for the stories? For the stories, I am ready. Uh, and I just think it goes without saying. No, it doesn't go without saying. It's worth mentioning. Like, I'm feeling particularly delirious today. Yeah. I woke up. I'm not right. Not right. Not right. Yeah, she came in while I was already getting glammed. And, and I said, I can't do it. Getting glammed by myself. Sorry. I made it seem more fabulous than it was. No, you should have lied. Continue. I was doing my own makeup. Yeah. Um, she came in and said she couldn't do it. I, I really can't. And I said, Claudia, it's going to be another great day of saving Gen Zs. And I said, okay. <laughs> and Bryce said, yeah, Claudia, you're so funny. Everyone needs to hear you. That is what Bryce said. And Bryce said, you know, after your kind of award-winning takes this week on fat phobia and cancel culture and trigger warnings, um, he, it, we, he, you would be doing a disservice to the people if you didn't get your fucking ass up and work. That's what Bryce said. And that's really kind of what put... Sometimes we just need a little fire under our ass to get out of bed on a Friday, you know? And the thing is, Bryce doesn't lie. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Lie. Even when you want him to. It's like, Bryce, do I look cute? Do these pants make me look fat? Yes. Yes, mommy, they do. Because you are fat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first story. Tom and Giselle mm. will be filing for divorce today after 13 years of marriage. People has confirmed that they will both file in Florida on Friday morning. That is today morning. A source tells people the settlement- Should we go to the courthouse? It's in Florida. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be like- Courthouse and then Spirit Halloween. Perfection. List of errands today. The source says the settlement is all worked out. They've been working on the terms this whole time. They added that they agreed to joint custody of the kids. Okay, you, who am I? This is who am I right now? Bridget Moynihan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling really happy for Bridget. Like, I'm just trying to find, like, a, a positive because this is, you know, the destruction of one of America's greatest couples, you know? So- on the bright side, it's a great day to be Bridget Moynihan. Yes. It also emerged that Giselle gave Tom an ultimatum like a few months ago being like, spend more time at home or I'm going. Like, mm -hmm. no more football or I'm leaving. And obviously he's chosen football. But what I've recently learned is he's been stinking up the field. Have you seen this? Yikes, no, I haven't. Been, I just, the thing is, I don't really keep up with football. And if I did, I wouldn't keep up with Tom Brady because it's like, yeah, obviously he's going to be good. Yeah, no, I saw a headline today, like three losses in a row, which is like an all-time low for him. Was it worth it, Tom? And so it's like, you really? Right, like you dropped the ball literally in your marriage and on the field. Right, and you had retired and you came back to stink it up. And you had retired after a win, which is the best way to go. They won the Super Bowl, right? No. Oh. You sure? He, he, they won two years ago, but last year they didn't make it to the Super Bowl and he retired. Mm. So that's the thing, like with when you're the greatest, retiring, the timing is so important because you got to go out on a high. And I feel like when he first retired, he did. He won with the Patriots. And that's the perfect way to go. He really just let should have let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah. And especially if you're going to come out of retirement again, just you to have stink to it up. start winning yeah. in a big way. Yeah. Um, especially if you're going to leave your family and, break, and, you know, choose the game over your right. fam. No, I think that's really not an unreasonable ask from Giselle. Like, mm -hmm. it's not about money at this point. It's just about, like, being obsessed with the game and... You gotta let it go. Like it's now it's time for family. I feel like the family has probably sacrificed a lot to let Tom live his dreams. Like they probably don't see their dad that much. He's always traveling, yada, yada. And now it's time. It's time you gotta come home. But maybe he didn't wanna come home. Maybe that like highlights a problem in the marriage, you right. know? But I feel like for a lot of wags, it's like there is going to be a period of time that you are going to grind. Like mm -hmm. the, the highlight of your career in your 20s, 30s, when you're at peak athleticism, and I will hold it down yep. for you so that when you're done, we can be a family. You will have built something amazing. And that's like the trade-off. Yeah. But if they never come home. Then you get no trade-off. At what point are you like, well, you didn't hold up your end of the bargain while I've been holding it down for you. 
No, it's so right. Like, I think in terms of the divorce, I'm, I'm probably going to side with Giselle. Um, however, while I am sad that, you know, this is the end of an institutional marriage, I am genuinely looking forward to seeing who they both date. Yeah. Like, they're both so good looking. They both run in fabulous circles of people. And I think we could be getting, like, some... Pr- I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, like, Giselle and Pete Davidson and Kim and Tom. Mm-hmm. Like, Kim and Tom, like, obsessed. Obsessed. Giselle and Brad Pitt. Yeah, no, Giselle, I feel like, actually, is... She's, like, too... I, can't, I don't know what the right word is, but she's too something to date Pete Davidson. Like, she's too... Do you know what word I'm looking for? I, I don't know if there's a word for... It's not... It's, like, a combination of, like, mature, set in her ways, like, matronly, but I don't mean that in, like, an old way. I mean yeah. it in, like, a sophisticated... Yeah. Maybe sophisticated is the word I'm looking for. I don't think she'll fall into that trope, like, so many women before her. Right. Like, I think she'll date someone age-appropriate, Brad Pitt. Yeah, what it's clear what she wants is just like a partner, a man who's going to be at home, a family man. Yeah, so somebody who's not like a little kid, but somebody who's like at the point in their career where they've already peaked, they've built something, and now they're just enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Which I feel like is the best part of being like a rich ass celebrity. Like just enjoy. Like couldn't be me. You know, can't turn it off. No, like it's it's hard. Obviously, Tom Brady would never be irrelevant. Well, actually, Tom Brady's a different example because he's dedicated his life to like a sport. Right, but think of like all like his childhood, like waking up early, going to college, for sure, practice every single day, and then literally for thirty years, forty years. And then to have none of it. No, but like that's the thing with sports. And I think that's what you're prepared for is like at some point you are limited by your body. Like you can't play football in your 80s. Right. You know, you can make movies in your 80s, but you can't like, so everyone knows by the time you get to like your late 30s and 40s, like the end is near. So I feel like you're preparing for that for a while. And so for him to not let it go is like hella delusional, honestly. Right. So the end is near, but like he's still playing aside from these last three games at, you know, a top level. No, for sure. I think the whole point of like retiring is getting the timing right, like knowing, yeah, like maybe I could do it a few more years. I wouldn't stink. I would be good. But like knowing when the time is up. Right. But so then you retire, but then you're sitting around at home and it's like, well, I did have a few more years in me. Maybe I should go ride them out. But see, most of them don't retire and just sit at home. They become like sportscasters. They create businesses. And Tom has uh, like an underwear company. He has like a million things going on. He's like, you know, on the boards of all these big companies. Like if he wanted to get up and do something every day, he would have plenty to do. I feel like Tom Brady can't be a sportscaster. No, 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 definitely not. Especially not like the year after he's graduated because he's talking about all the people that he played with. Like, I just, I don't see that for him. No, me neither. You, when you reach a certain level, um, you don't become a sportscaster. Did Peyton Manning become a sportscaster? I feel like I see him on the TV sometimes. He's a personality a bit. Yeah, because he's so funny and charming and like America loves him. Like yeah. SNL and Nationwide is on your side. He does a good job. I don't think he's bored and he's up there with the greats. I also, I don't think he takes himself so seriously. I think Tom does. Jackie, that's it. That's totally it. And that's why people like Peyton. He's so like, he's America's guy. He's affable. Yeah, that's it. Affable. Affable. Um, I feel like um, a good example is also like Terry Bradshaw, the Bradshaw Bunch. Mm. He was like, uh, to my understanding, like the best. He holds like tons of records. He's like amazing. Um, and even he isn't too good for reality TV. So Right. And I feel like a lot of sportscasters are like, we're really, really good football players because there are a lot or athletes because there are so many athletes and not all of them become but I do feel like you know Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers no there is a level you have to be in order to become a successful successful sportscaster after your professional sports career you have to be like 
have recognizability to your name. Like there's so many people who play on teams that like we've never heard of. So you need to have like name recognizability, but you have to be underneath a certain level. Like, and I think a perfect example of who's a really successful sportscaster right now is Tony Romo. He was great. He's not going to be like, we're not going to remember him in 50 years, but he was very, very good. America loved him. He was like a celebrity. We all knew his name. And now he's a great sportscaster. He was like the perfect level for it. Yeah. But I agree. Tom Brady's too famous. Yeah. And too serious. Yeah. But I also think he kind of needs like to rehabilitate his image. Like I also think that sitting on the boards of a lot of companies like for him is is, boring. Yeah. Boring. But he's like he you know he's out here thirst monstering like he has all these companies and he gets like TikTokers and he does makes TikTok with the TikTokers to like promote his like athleisure like he does stuff. He should like coach his kids local sports team. Also he's a dad so that is a full-time job. Full-time. Right. So but he should like coach. Yeah, I mean, that would definitely be unfair, but for sure. It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm just saying, like, plenty of amazing sports players go on to live fulfillment, fulfilling retirements. Of course, but I do think it is a difficult transition. For sure. Just like anything in life. Fascinating transition. What's up? Wait, that's uh, Shrek. Kimmy Schmidt. Oh. The end of the theme song. Oh, yeah. Where they remix that guy. Could have been Shrek, though. Sounds like, um. Donkey, donkey, for sure. But because it's the same intonation as, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Machine Tom and Giselle the best. Truly, divorce is hard. Sounds like they have their terms all. With rich people, like famous people, they take care of that shit. Like, I don't think it's going to be like messy. I want this house. You get that house. I feel like everything is in separate names, separate businesses. And if they settled everything before they filed, then that's what the messiness of the last few months has been. And right. now maybe it will be. Smooth sailing. Smooth sailing. Totally. Yeah. I wonder where Giselle will choose to live now that she could live anywhere. Right. They lived in Boston for a while, then in Florida, and they have houses all over. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Are you ready for our next story? Yes. Let the good times roll, Elon Musk tweets after his first official day of his Twitter takeover. So Elon Musk walked into Twitter HQ the other day with the kitchen sink and he is tweeting up a storm saying the bird has been He's freed. actually not tweeting that much. I went to his Twitter to like see. He was like tweeting all about SpaceX. I'm like, sir, you have another company? Yeah, totally. But he said that he's freed the bird. Um, a couple of top executives have been fired with some golden parachutes, $204 million in total for three executives who were fired. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. $200 million to get fired? Yeah. Should have worked at Twitter. Shoulda, woulda. Um, so I actually wanted, I was looking at his Twitter. He released a statement on like why he did this, which I thought was really helpful because I feel like- Everyone's speaking for him, about right. him. And why that, did he do it? Honestly, I like totally forgot about this saga because like there was all this drama. He was going to do it and then they accepted and they rejected it. And then I was like, all right, I guess it's not happening. And then it just happened. And then he was forced to complete the purchase. Like they went to court. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, I missed that whole thing. And so now he's embracing his new role. So he released like a full statement explaining why he wanted to buy Twitter, which I thought was helpful. I'll read it. I wanted to reach out personally to share my motivation in acquiring Twitter. There's been much speculation about why I bought Twitter and what I think about advertising. Most of it has been wrong. The reason I acquired Twitter is because it is important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence. There is currently great danger that social media will splinter into far right wing and far left wing echo chambers that generate more hate and divide our society. In the relentless pursuit of clicks, much of traditional media has fueled and catered to those polarized extremes as they believe that that is what brings in the money. But in doing so, the opportunity for dialogue is lost. 
That's why I bought Twitter. I didn't do it because it would be easy. I didn't do it to make more money. I did it to try and help humanity, whom I love. And I do so with humility, recognizing that failure in pursuing this goal, despite our best efforts, is a very real possibility. That said, Twitter obviously cannot become a free-for-all hellscape where anything can be said with no consequences. In addition to adhering to the laws of the land, our platform must be warm and welcoming to all, where you can choose your desired experience according to your preferences, just as you can choose, for example, to see movies or play video games ranging from all ages to mature. That's it. Um, so I feel like that does make sense. Like when you think about how like now social media, like new apps pop up, like, and it's four different people with the same views. And it's like, we're all just talking. If you want to talk about, if you, you want to talk to people who agree with you on this subject, you can open this app. And if you want to talk to people, so the concept that he's looking for like a civilized town square does make sense. I do feel as though it's like wishful thinking, but I commend him on the effort. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I think that, there's so much censorship on social media. Of course, like hate speech should never be tolerated. And when he says like it will abide by the laws of the land, like that is the law of the land. Like we have freedom of speech. Aside but that from, doesn't like, cover that hate doesn't speech. cover hate speech or threatening speech or threats of violence. Mm-hmm. So that same law would be applied to Twitter. And I think it's great. And I think when it comes to censorship, it's like if someone tweets something or says something that's misinformation or not true, it's like it's not helpful to delete it and censor it and no one should ever see that bad information. It's more helpful if someone with the facts mm-hmm. counters what like debate. That's interesting. Yeah. Healthy debate. And no, that, but that is been, a concept no, but is lost. that has been completely lost. And that's what Elon is trying to bring back. Also, I mean, so many things just get completely wiped from Twitter, like mainstream social media. And a lot of times they're labeled as misinformation, but like we've seen that eventually it actually wasn't misinformation. So the thing is, is like, I don't know if Elon purchasing Twitter can ameliorate the fact that like civil discourse in our society is gone. Like, and it's, it's nice wishful thinking that like, yeah, maybe we can make it happen on Twitter, but I don't think that's possible because as human beings in this country, like I think we're incapable. No, I don't think that now all of a sudden like civil discourse will be solved and people will learn how to have an argument and talk to each other respectfully. But I think that all points of view, aside from hate speech, threatening speech, violence, et cetera, Mm -hmm. Deserve to have a forum where people and people who are genuinely in the pursuit of information can read all sides. No, and it's like an even playing field. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And I um, think that the but the, I don't think it's going to change the culture. No, of Twitter. I no, I don't think so. But I think that the road that we were headed down and that we probably still are going down like is not good. Yeah, and I think that this is a positive thing. Yeah. No. We'll we'll see. I don't think I, I don't saw know pics how, of everyone. I don't know the, how it could be worse than what's been happening. That's true. I did see pictures. It really can't get worse. I saw pictures of Elon at the office. Everyone loving Elon, having coffee with Elon, asking Elon questions. It must be a crazy time to work at Twitter, which I don't think there really has ever been like an like amazing time, you know? Yeah, no, I think there's a crazy time. I think it is a crazy time. I think a lot of also employees are not happy about Elon coming in. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's just like But I'm sure there are a lot of America. employees who are happy. Like you know, like either I mean, I don't think every employee likes their boss. Like, right. But we just happen to know who your boss is because he's famous. Yeah. But um, we'll see. I just think it's very interesting. The landscape constantly shifting. Shifting Streisands. Shifting Streisands. This is a big shift though. But yeah, I think it'll be an interesting thing to watch. A fascinating transition, huh? It's going to be. A, today's all about fascinating transitions. Yeah. It really is. Title. Title. Next story, crazy news. SNL star Chris Redd was reportedly punched with brass knuckles at Comedy Cellar. Oh. 
Holy shit. Yeah, comedian Chris Redd was sucker punched in the face with brass knuckles, according to a new report. An unknown assailant attacked the the SNL alum outside of Comedy Cellar in New York City on Wednesday night, resulting in Redd being hospitalized. (gasps) And it turns out the attacker used the illegal defense weapon, TMZ reported. Sources close to Redd told the outlet the attack left him with two black eyes and a gash on his nose that required stitches. He's reportedly working with police to help identify suspects using surveillance footage the authorities have gathered. So it's unclear whether this was like an attack on stage or like maybe it was someone no, who No, it knew. wasn't on stage. It was outside of the comedy cellar. So was it just like crazy New York shenanigans? Unclear, but the person insider said the man had been waiting outside the club for an hour. Oh, waiting for him. Yeah, and then- Page six said that the comedy world believes that the attack has to do with Chris dating Keenan's estranged wife. Mm. However, there's nothing to suggest that he that Keenan was personally involved in the the comedy he, world. The, that's what the comedy world thinks. Um, no, I don't think that's it. Like honestly, but this is fucking like diabolical. Like if somebody went to his show and like waited for him outside because like he either didn't like something he said. Like, I, that's fucking crazy. Like yeah. that's literally so scary. Mm-hmm. And. I just feel like this is the th- like the third or fourth instinct instance instance oh, thank you so much um of like comedians being attacked in like the last year yeah I forget we just were talking about oh Dave Chappelle somebody stormed the with a knife mm-hmm. um there was another incident and now this I don't know if Chris this, Rock well of course I don't know if this has to do with his, his set or is it like a personal vendetta I don't know so uh, it's you can't really speak on it until you know but like that's really sad brass knuckles is like so scary yeah and people are not okay no 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 no, they're not really truly people are not fucking okay like for real and I just think it's time we all like spoke about that more like the not okayness of people mm. it's astounding yeah I'm wishing him the best like get well ref wash like ma yeah and hopefully he'll be able to identify his assailant right. and justice could potentially be served. Potentially. Are you ready for our next story? Only if it's the next story that's sponsored by Bruce. Bruce is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra gentle bristles, the Bruce redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist, a fresh whole mouth clean, but every single day. So when you get Bruce, which we both have, we've had for years now, I actually have one down here that I, because I spent so much time here, I can't really be living without my Bruce. You get the Bruce kit and here's what's included in it. The electric toothbrush, three brush heads, a magnetic charging station, and a sleek travel case. Um, there's so many things that are really great about the Bruce, but I think one of the best is the price because electric toothbrushes are kind of expensive like some of them go up to $200 the brush is really affordable for an electric toothbrush and it's really stunning too it's not like this big ugly piece of like furniture that sits on your counter it's sleek it comes in different colors you can get one to match your counters I have magenta and like a pale millennial pink um the sonic technology that it uses is industry leading it produces 42,000 brush strokes per minute which is 300 times 300 brush strokes per minute and it helps with deep cleaning and in those hard to reach places the battery life lasts an entire 30 days on a full charge which is making it perfect for travel and it keeps your countertop cord free so get 20 percent off when you pick your brush brush kit and plan when you go to brush.com slash toast that's 20 percent off when you go to brush b-r-u-u-s-h dot com slash toast yeah great.com slash toast 
Yeah, yeah. We love. Br-da-doosh. I just Br-da-da-doosh. switched to my new seasonal fall color because mm. I was I love my millennial pink, of course. course. But I wanted some fresh optics in my bathroom. Some autumnal vibes. Autumnal vibes. Are you ready for our next story? Mm-hmm. Bachelor in Paradise alums Joe, aka Grocery Store Joe, marries Serena Pitt in a courthouse wedding. Cute. So the two of them got married Thursday at New York City's City Hall. They stunned fans when they posted an Instagram video of their nuptials nearly one year before their original wedding day next September. So they said, just married. We are still having a wedding this September, but who doesn't want to get married twice? They also shared a full one minute and 50 second video of the ceremony on their YouTube channel. Uh, not sure if you sir, sure if you saw pictures. I did see a picture. Um, they're both wearing masks, and so is their officiant. And like honestly, like for me, I'm like so like triggered by I, the sight they, of a mask. I needed a trigger. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Honestly, if it was me, like I would have waited till next September just so I didn't have to have videos. Like I don't want. I don't want this time in my life memorialized. You know what I mean? No, one thousand percent. Are they still making people wear masks in, at New York City's City Hall? No. The mandate was lifted. So I guess if you're wearing it, you're just wearing it because you choose to. So that maybe this photo wouldn't bother you. But like for me, like when we were like, when we had to wear masks, like I understood why, but like I hated every minute right. of it. And the minute we were free, I we never was, looked back. Woo-hoo! Like literally girls gone wild taking my bikini top off. Also like it's worth saying there's no one else around. No, I know it's like silly. Um, but I don't think it bothers them, which is good because it's their wedding. It's not mine. Um, but it was my first thought, of course, as well. And uh, my second thought was, if anyone was watching Love is Blind, I don't know if anybody's made this call yet, but there's a guy on it called Cole. Um, and he's literally grocery store Joe. Like, they're the same person. They have, like, the same smile, the same hair, the same body, and, like, the same, like, you know, like, silly disposition, you know? Like, silliness. Yeah. That's so cute. Did anyone else think that? Sound off in the comments. Sound off. Um, when I first heard that they were married, I was actually really surprised because I feel like a lot of bachelor couples get engaged and then don't get married, period, or for a really long time. So I thought that this was really sweet. Um, and then I saw this picture and... Um, I was a little depressed. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, was a, little, a depressed. little depressed by... Like, honestly, it's so depressing. No, because... like, And when, it looks like a picture, like, out of 2020. And it's yeah. like, it's 2022. Like, you're, you're getting married. No, like, I know. Like, take it off. No, I know. I like I for what I really do think like criticizing people's wedding photos is like the meanest. This thing isn't you a can wedding do, photo, but it's not a wedding photo. So nevertheless, she persisted. And by the way, if their wedding photos, if if like in their September wedding, where like the it would make more sense for them to wear a mask at their real wedding with three hundred people, right? But if they had pictures with <laughs> masks again, no, it was the first thing I saw because they're like so bright blue and like I feel like city hall photos. Like the whole concept of city hall is that it's like it's like a drab government building, but in a way it's become like really romanticized in the last couple of years. Like celebrities are always going like you can make the pictures like really kind of like iconic. Like Joe and uh, Sophie Turner, like they did it at a chapel. Like you can get dressed up and like make it fun and like have a photographer. Um, but the mask, it, it did really like depress me. Yeah. To a, a whole new level. I didn't need them to get all dressed up and have a photographer. Um, I don't know how romantic City Hall is. No, but like you can make, you know what I mean? Like I mean, people, I, yeah. I mean, you I, look stunning. I look stunning. You wear like a pink coat to the floor. Yeah, and a white dress. No, I mean, I wore a Halloween costume. A zombie bride. A zombie bride. A wife. Um, and I, like I had fun with it. And so 
whatever, like happy for them. I don't want to be a naysayer. So let's just move no, on. I'm really actually thrilled for them that they Me got too. married. I think they're that's a awesome. nice couple, especially because was he engaged to Kendall? Yes, she must be vomiting. And they were engaged for a long time. Mm-hmm. So like he got engaged to Serena and like this is it and they're married. Yeah. And I think that that part is really sweet. And they really say like, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything. No, at all. I have so many nice things to say about these two getting married. Yeah, me too. Just and the I picture. look forward to the real wedding photos, but like I have. The picture was triggering. The yeah, the masks were, were triggering. triggering. I agree. I this was picture with no masks. Oh my God. I would have been like, Let that is say. so cute. Yeah, no. And like explained, like, I'm really not trying to be like so <laughs> negative, but like, so then they were like, you can kiss the bride. So they took their masks off. So like what? So when you're kissing your bride, COVID can't get you. Like right. it just made no sense. No. And also like, if we want to get nitpicky, like his mask is under his nose. So like, really, what are you doing? Yeah. Your mask is under your nose, Joe. Tisk tisk. No, like, so then what point is it serving other than ruining your pictures? Right. Maybe it's just like that they were going to, like, I, I don't know anything about them. So I don't want to like, like suggest. Or maybe that. they had COVID actually. No, they wouldn't leave their house if they had COVID. Maybe they had COVID and that's why they have, to, they have to wear a mask. No, I don't think they would. I think if they had COVID, they would wait a week to go to city hall. It's not like, you know. I don't know. Maybe this is three people who have COVID. No way. Or getting married in isolation. Oh, maybe. Well, if they're in isolation and they all have COVID, they don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> Happy for you. Know that I am. Okay, are you ready for our fifth and final story? I really am. It's an interesting one. I'm looking forward to getting your take because Harry Hamlin and his daughter Delilah. Weird. 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 Are disturbing fans with their, quote, creepy, quote, provocative photo. All right. Not provocative. Just like a little strange because maybe this conversation doesn't apply to me because my dad is dead, but I would literally never take a photo like that with my father. Like it's beyond. So the picture in question was snapped last month at New York Fashion Week, but it recently made its way to Instagram where users expressed their many concerns. (laughs) The image shows the actor, 70, standing closely next to the model daughter, 24, while grabbing her tightly by the lower waist. In the sheer top, Delilah is seen staring staring seductively at the camera while her <laughs> while her father intensely presses his face against the side of hers yep that's no, exactly what's happening here it's weird again like, google it but it's really weird it looks like a couple like that is the exact type of photo you would take if you were like a really steamy and in love it's couple like mgk and megan yes Fox. so it's weird i think we should talk about how weird it is and i don't like it i don't like it one bit I don't like it. It's, as my people would say, Zelo Kavod. Zelo Kavod. It's not respectful. It's not nice. No. No, it's not. It's fucking weird. And maybe this, like, you can just chalk it up to, like, Hollywood weirdness. But I'm a human being, and I think it's weird. No, I don't think that's, like, how, like, I don't think that's the difference between, like, Hollywood and lay people. No, it, like, reminds me, like, when Megan, no, not Megan, Angelina Jolie, like, made out with her brother. Like, it's weird. Yeah. It doesn't remind me of that, but... It was weird nonetheless. Yeah. Check it out for yourself. Um, let us know what you think. But I think the general consensus is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Inappropriate. Yeah. Not right. Not fatherly. Conduct. Conduct. No. People asked if this was a scene from House of the Dragon. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm distressed by this. I'm deeply distressed. It's... To put it simply, it ain't right. To put it, it simply, it's distressing. I'm distressed, and to put it simply, this photo is distressing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's really weird. 
<laughs> no further comment. No, like what else can you say? Like we could, we could, you know, speculate. Like maybe like he was turning his head and they caught him in a bit because you know they take a lot of pictures per every second. So like maybe he sneezed to like scratch his nose on her cheek or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe we could speculate about how this is like not how they act and it was you just caught in a moment. That's always my mo is like to scratch my to, nose. No, to try and find like yeah. another way that these two could have fallen into this position. Yeah. But I really am stumped. Yeah. I'm stumped. Yeah. They've stumped me. What can I say? You know, and I'm actually speechless, which <laughs> is really something for me. Because there's nothing else that you can really say besides this is so fucking weird. Like, it's so weird. And I actually, like, really like Delilah Bell and of Harry Hamlin. So this is not a statement on them as people. Like, it's just, sim- to put it simply, it's weird. <laughs> I think it's very simple. Yes, not complicated at all. Though she's embracing the red hair trend, which, you know what, let's pivot, is a big trend now. Yes, celebrities, influencers, mostly who have like dark hair are, I mean, Stanton has it now. Everyone is dyeing their hair red. Well, Delilah was like blondish. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But like the trend is like for, everyone's copying like Kendall Jenner, like when she was in Milan, dark hair girl, like going to like a dark red. Everyone is going red. Is, is Kendall the inspo for them? I think so. Cool. I think so. How does it make you feel? It's like a natural redhead. I mean, we could also ask the boys because, because they're the Strice brethren. They're natural. Um, I mean, if, if I feel great, like cool, like that, it's cool that being redheaded is so cool. <laughs> but it's like the, um, like what we were talking about yesterday about like Agua Fresca spa water. It's like Kendall Jenner is the inspiration, right? <laughs> what about us natural redheads? No, <laughs> we've that's... been living with this for our whole lives. No, that's fair. That's totally. It fair. It doesn't actually bother me, but that's just fucking weird. Yeah, no, I think, um, I think there's something like obviously everyone dyes their hair, but I think there's something about like permanently dyeing your hair red that's like really dishonest. No, like about acting as though you are a redhead when you're not, right? I never thought about it, but you were saying that to me. And I guess. I think there's something like deeply fraudulent about it. I can't explain it. Yeah. I just think it's like usually pretty impossible to. To get a. uh, To get away with dyed red hair and people think it's natural. Right, because it's so hard. If you can, it's really hard to like replicate like red hair color. Even the people who are dyeing it now, like it, it does look dyed. Yeah. So if you're able to pass as a natural redhead, like. Good for you and your colorist. No, that's true. That's true. It's a testament to all your hard work. Right. No, that's true. And your coloring must have not been that far off. Yes. If the rest of you like Makes looks sense. like a natural redhead. That's very true. Like you were saying that Amy Adams isn't a natural redhead. Yes, I was saying but that. But she has like she what has looks the coloring. to be natural red hair and, and the coloring. So that doesn't bother me. Yeah, no, we went on like a, we were just talking about this for some reason at like the dining room table. Yeah, because we were talking about how everyone's, you guys were asking me how I feel about everyone being a redhead now. So we just went on like a Google search of like celebrities who are naturally red and celebrities who are not. And it was really interesting. Um, Jessica Chastain is a natural girly. Isla Fisher is a natural girly. Bryce Dallas Howard. Is natural. Natalie Petch. Christina Hendricks. Mm-hmm. But then there were some, Julie Roberts is like technically a natural redhead. Then there were some people on there. Who you would think were natural redheads who are not. And some people who you wouldn't think are natural redheads, but they are. Right. Like yeah. Nicole Kidman. Yes. She's a natural redhead. Someone who is not a natural redhead, but you would think they are. Sophie, Sophie Turner. Turner. And Amy Adams as, as stated yeah. previously. It was an interesting conversation, but redhead is definitely the name on everybody's lips. Redhead. Maybe I'm really like Gen Z's inspiration after all. Perhaps. Perhaps. Maybe it's all the TikToks like I'm subtly influencing. Perhaps. Or it's just JC Marie. JC Marie. Is she a natural redhead? 
I, well, right now her hair is a shade of red that it wasn't before because I feel like it it was more like strawberry blondish. Mm-hmm. And now she's like darker. I think they're calling it like pumpkin spice red. For well, she season. has like the, the complexion and the coloring that like she's would be, I, didn't, I wouldn't even question that she's a natural redhead, you know? Yeah. And if she's not, like she is. Because she did a good job yeah. with her coloring. Yeah. And she's living life as a redhead. Um, And I'm going to be living life as a girly on the weekends because it is officially the weekend. That is the ep- end of your episode today. And don't don't smile because it's over. Nope. Don't frown because it's over. Smile because it happened. Yes. And we're going to make those cookies. We're going to make cookies this weekend. We're going to go trick-or-treating in the neighborhood. We're going to get ready for our Monday toast to win. We're going to get our costumes ready. We're going to be with Broldini. We're going to be with Kayla, we're going to be with Levi. We didn't even talk about how Olivia officially released the name of her baby, baby Levi. Stunning pictures on her Instagram. Go check it out. And it's just going to be a gorgeous, gorgeous weekend of saving the bees. Another wonderful weekend of saving the Streisand brethren. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places where we listen to the podcast, find us the Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. <laughs> Hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Enjoy Halloween. Be safe. Don't take candy from strangers. Watch out for fentanyl disguised as candy. For real. People watching. And also if you have kids, they are disguising fentanyl as Smarties. There's enough fentanyl in this country to kill so many people. And if you're going to be out like partying and like you want to partake in drugs, be safe. Be smart. Don't take shit from people and test that shit. Okay. Check your kids candy. Give them things that are wrapped that literally couldn't be anything other than that candy. This is like the two... um, like we, like this is, fuck, you know, English is really hard sometimes. Right, like you're the. I'm like, if you're going to go do drugs, make sure you like, do you guys need any snacks, condoms? Let me know. Like if you're going to do drugs, and I really do mean that. And you're like, you're, if, your if you're going to do drugs, I'd rather you do it in the house. 100%. Get strips, get fentanyl testing strips. Like be, don't no, be stupid. That's a different issue. Just like fentanyl in drugs mm-hmm. and like, but a separate issue is Halloween candy fentanyl disguised as Halloween candy that they're passing off. They look like Smarties. They really look like candy. So mm-hmm. seriously, check your kid's bin. Check the bin. Um, thank you guys. Have a great weekend. Happy Halloween. Bye. Happy Halloween. <laughs>